you already know. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So today on the menu is Rancherita. Margarita-style classic spiked soda water. It's pretty good. It's a little weird, but it's pretty good. Okay. Well, happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative, where we drink live. By we, I mean me, because you're probably driving and that would not be safe. However, if you are in your house cleaning, please feel free. Pour a glass of wine, pop a beer, do whatever you need to do, and uh, let's chat. So just to give you a little bit of like the mood for today, I got a candle going with Sand and Fog, my favorite candle that I only buy at TJ Maxx. I was about to say TK Maxx because I lived abroad for way too long, but TJ Maxx because Sand and Fog is overpriced. But please sponsor me, Sand and Fog, like if you if you feel so inclined. Um, but this scent is ocean and like sea breeze or sea salt, and it's absolutely amazing. So it's really calming the room. And I don't know about you guys, but like it's a whole like it's a whole thing, right? To like set the scene and like get into a space and feel into a space like needs to smell good. The temperature needs to be right. The lighting needs to be right. Like for you, you know, like obviously this is a podcast and you don't know what my surroundings look like or you don't see the pile of clothing that I have on my dresser because that's what I do with my clothes when I'm done wearing them. Nonetheless, <laughs> this is a scene. This is like a whole ass mood right now. So sipping on my soda water marg thing and <laughs> inhaling the sea breeze because it's delightful. So I'm sure you guys didn't come to listen to what my surroundings are for the day, but I do want to start off with a card pull because we're doing that now because we're here for the hippie dip and I'm leaning into it. So I hope you're here for also for the hippie dip. Please hold, gonna sip. Okay, so I pulled a card and I mentioned last week, right? Like oftentimes I'll use my necklace as a pendulum or I'll like feel into where I'm feeling that heart pull. This is all related back to, well, the heart pull piece is related back to my human design. Some people may feel it in their gut. Some people may feel like an intuition to pull something. Some people may feel like an emotional wave to pull something, right? Like that's, those are all very different ways of like feeling into what to pull. But my heart kind of guides me into the card pull when I do it. And today I drew the card play, P-L-A-Y, like play. And the card itself says, have fun, celebrate, don't be too serious. And that's hilarious because this week I've been more cognizant of it, but maybe last week I was very much in like, go, 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 work, work, mark, must do, must do, must do mode. And that is so counter me. And I think I said that on last week's episode too, right? Like I've just been in this space that's so counter what I'm supposed to be doing or like the best way for me to be working according to my design. And like, I've been doing it all all kinds of backwards. So I'm happy that this card is pulled. And just to give you a quick description of the card, it's like this goddess woman in a cocktail glass. How freaking baller is that? <laughs> I love it. It's not a, oh, this isn't a Nick and Nora glass. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like, it's the kind of like curved round glass that um, like egg white cocktails come in. And this girl is just like, 
bathing in some champagne with like a ray of sun coming down her. And damn, I need that vibe right now. So 100% totally my vibe. And she's in a valley and that also is associated with my human design. So like this is me and this is what I need to lean into this week. So thank you universe. So I was, long story short, I was guided to take this card with a heart pull and then confirmed it with said necklace and the necklace has been doing weird things lately, but like it showed me a hell yes, which is when it goes around in a circle. So you know what? I'm rolling into it and now I'm going to read you the play piece of the things. So stop taking life too seriously. Your spirit needs to have some fun. The more you play, the more inspiration will follow. Take some time out to do something without being attached to the outcome. Oof, that sentence, man, without being attached to the outcome. Damn. Spend more time doing things just because you love doing them, just because they bring you joy and will light you up. If you follow what lights you up, you will light up the world without even trying. For when you are lit up, you you are your spirit. And when you are your spirit, you fall in flow with life. How do you play? What do you have fun with? What lights you up? If you've been working really hard lately, it's time to celebrate or celebrate. Ayo, <laughs> how far you've come and all that you've achieved. Don't rush on to the next thing. Take a moment, throw a party, go on a vacation or have some fun. So <laughs> I'm not going to throw a party, but I will have some fun. And I don't know if work travel is considered vacation, but I very strategically chose the locations that I'm going to because I want to like actually go to those locations. So, hey, yo, let's call that a vacation. Sure. But I think that 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 pulls fortuitous, right? Like I know everything happens for a reason and I'm so happy that that was today's card and I get to share that with you guys. So if that's something that you needed to hear, play, right? Like take some time throughout your day. It doesn't have to be a whole day off, but take some time throughout your day to incorporate play. Like this morning, I started work pretty early, started actually with something that I really enjoyed doing. I have to completely rework my website. So like I actually enjoy doing that. So I started my day with that, then went to go like to the gym, took my dog out for a walk, came back home, did some more work, started my dog swimming lessons. Like I'm teaching her how to swim because she's deathly afraid of water. So this has been fun. Um, And then like slowly flowing back into work and that doesn't work for everyone, but I'm really trying to work with my design, not against it. And that is the ebb and flows throughout the day and not just sitting down for like 12 hours a day, hammering out work. Not my, not my way of doing things. Again, you're built differently. So this may not be for you, but I'm just sharing. So it's yeah, very fortuitous that I pulled that card today and I'm so happy that I did because this week started out kind of on a bummer note I don't know why man but so my birthday was on Monday and it was fine but I was like in a weird bummed out mood all day I turned 31 which I don't think the number freaks me out like it definitely doesn't right like it it is what it is and I was just like weirdly teary like on and off all day and I don't know why I don't know what the human design like transit reports were doing or the astrological transit reports were doing but it's a weird fucking day So I don't know if you guys felt that on Monday too, or if it was just me who was weirdly emotional on and off. Um, Also could be that I'm like four plus five plus thousand miles away from my husband right now. That could also be it. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It was a weird day. Also, some of my friends forgot my birthday and still haven't messaged me or said anything. So maybe that's it. I don't know. But I'm happy that I can get out of that funk and like 
I think all that to say is like some days are going to be funky and it's okay, but bringing yourself out or allowing yourself to feel into the feels because that's a human emotion and that's okay, right? Allowing yourself to feel the feels, but also knowing that like you're not always going to be that way and it's going to be okay. So yeah, (sighs) that was a weird, just a weird week, weird start to the week, weird day. But as far as the letting yourself play piece goes, I think that this is really important as practitioners, as humans, as dietitians, whatever space you are in, allowing yourself to lean into what lights you up is huge. So let's break this down from a couple of POVs. If you are in the clinical space, for example, and you are on fire in your job, right? Like you are loving it. That's amazing. What lights you up about it? Like really think about it. Like what lights you up about your job? What pieces of it? Is it your coworkers? Is it the work itself? Is it the transformation or the really intenseness that you're dealing with on a client to client basis, right? Like maybe you're in the ICU, maybe you're in a NICU, for example, or maybe you're on med surge, right? Like what, what about your job really lights you up? think about that. And if you're eh, about some of the things in your in your job, in your space, why? Why don't they light you up? Or what's not, like what's keeping you from being fulfilled in that space? And it doesn't always have to be monetarily fulfilled, right? Like we're underpaid as a field. We know that. But think about what would make that job better if it's not great right now. Are there actions or steps that you can take in that position to make it better? Do you have leeway to ask for maybe more flexibility in your schedule if that's something that's frustrating? Do you have the ability to take on a new project that would really light you up and excite you? Or do more research in a specific area and then maybe create something based off of that and obviously be compensated for all of this as well. So think about that, right? Like maybe I've just used clinical as an example there because I was kind of starting off with it. But I think you can ask yourself those questions in any position, right? Like what is lighting you up about what you're doing? And if it's not lighting you up, recognize that. Ask yourself why. And then figure out ways to make it more fulfilling for yourself. Maybe that means staying there and asking for change or recommending change or maybe that means leaving and doing something different to like to fill your cup to really illuminate yourself from the inside out because if you're doing what you love it doesn't have to be 24 7 doing what you love right but like if most of the time you're doing things that really light you up it's not going to feel as taxing you're not going to feel burnt out you're gonna feel super excited about the work that you're doing and the efforts that you're putting in on a regular basis. So give that a noodle. And that that goes for any position that you're in, right? So like I used clinical, but like, hey, if you're in community, I know that can be a challenging place as well. I've also worked in the community space and like oftentimes it's getting people to show up to spaces that you're hosting or participate, right? Like it can feel like pulling teeth but you may have a lot of flexibility in your world there. So what can you do to feel more lit up in your position in that instance? Or as an entrepreneur, 
there's so many ebbs and flows in the entrepreneurial world. And this is one place where you don't have people directly telling you what to do. I mean, sometimes our clients can guide the way that we go in our entrepreneurial journey, but there are really no limits within that space. So if your world as a solopreneur or entrepreneur isn't lighting you up, take some time and reflect. Ask yourself why. What can you change about your daily life or your week or the work that you're doing with clients to light you up? Is working one-on-one taxing? Is it making you feel burnt out? I know, at least in the ED space, like a lot of times that work is very, very taxing and understandably so, right? Like it can be a very heavy topic to have to talk about with clients back to back to back to back to back and then chart on back to back to back to back to back. So I'm just using that as an example, but like if work like that, for example, isn't lighting you up anymore, is there a different direction that you can take? Is there a pivot that you can make in your world, in your business, so that your business does allow you to feel excited, to feel lit up, to really play into your strengths rather than feeling burnt out or not excited about what you're doing. Give that a noodle because you have the ability to make change in your world. There's no one keeping you where you are. There's literally no limits to what we can do in our field as dietitians. We are capable of so, so, so much. And if you have multiple passions there is a space and place in the field for you to see all of those passions come to light in one in one dream job if you will and again that can be working for someone maybe you have like a marketing background and you're also a dietitian right like there's so many companies that would benefit from that because you have the voice to be able to sell people on the marketing side of things and then you also have the scientific knowledge to back up those claims right and that's something that you could also do as an entrepreneur just one example but as rds like especially because we skill stack like badasses which can be amazing but also just like overwhelming and detrimental right but like if you skill stack with things that you love and you have i don't know maybe three or four skills that you're just like these together would be the most epic thing ever try it out test it out roll into it feel into it and allow yourself to explore and maybe it lights you up maybe it doesn't but i think giving yourself the space to explore whether it's within the scope of your job or it's something that you have to create externally can be really cool right allowing yourself to play to play into it if you will so yeah i encourage you this week to get real with yourself give yourself some you time if you can and ask what lights me up are the things that i'm doing now exciting me are they lighting me up And if so, amazing. I'm so happy that you're in that space. And if not, ask yourself why and what would light you up. And recently, I would say, oh my God, probably within like the last three or four years, maybe even the first person I think to ever ask me, 
like what my what did she say yeah i know i think she said like what lights you up like what lights your fire or something like that was one of my really good friends in albuquerque new mexico she is an oriental medicine doc and i think she was in like her late 60s early 70s when we met she's such an amazing human and her name is pamelina her name is pamela but she goes by pamelina and she asked me that while she was giving me a colonic one day fun times lol (laughs) um and i didn't have an answer and that was back in like maybe 2018 so if no one has asked you that question before and you're also stumped it's okay (laughs) give yourself some time to think about it because even what four years later now sometimes i don't know I don't always have an answer for what lights me up. I know that spending time outside really excites me. Travel really excites me. Having amazing conversation to progress our world lights me up. All of that lights me up. And I've kind of molded that into what I do, right? Like connecting with people and travel especially this summer with the round table and being outside like all of the venues that I've chosen are outside right so like that is all connected into what I do but just because all of the things that I love are squished into one doesn't necessarily make it an amazing business model and I think that that's also important to note that Just because we fight something that lights us up doesn't necessarily mean that the day-to-day or the back-end side of it is going to be just as exciting, right? Like there's always the paperwork, there's always the marketing, there's always the planning or whatever that goes into making the work that we love happen. It's not always puppies, sunshines, rainbows, and unicorns. There's shitty work that goes into the really fun stuff, right? So I think that that's also important to note. So really, really take some time to think about what lights you up and then what pieces of that could be something practical. Or maybe not. If, if what lights lights you up isn't practical, maybe you're just like, ooh, you know what lights me up? Sitting on a bohemian beach with um, Bahama Mamas, that's a beverage, I think, like being brought to me every half hour on the half hour, like that, that sounds sustainable forever. <laughs> well, I hope you have the cash flow for it. <laughs> and if that lights you up, yo, go get it, go get it. Um, but like, It needs to be something that, well, no, it doesn't need to be, right? I'm not going to tell you what to do. Yo, if that's your dream, if that's what lights you up, freaking go for it. But make it fit your world too, right? Like if that fits your world, amazing. (laughs) Live your best life. (laughs) But also like if you need to think about reality, like make sure it fits your life when you're thinking about your world. So I guess to give you an example as like the round table, right? I've already explained all of the events are outside love direct sunlight. All of the events, most of them, I have to travel to in some way, shape, or form. I love travel because lounge life. 
The plane part of it, I've gotten to like less and less as there's been more screaming children on planes recently and I don't have noise canceling headphones. Also, I'm traveling hella on a budget and um, Frontier is not fantastic. So the actual plane piece of it, less exciting, but exploring new cities, meeting new people, enjoying delicious food, all of that is super, super exciting. And then the third piece of it is getting to connect with humans, amazing dietitians, our colleagues in real life. That's the third piece of it that really friggin' lights me up. And for the longest time, I could only do virtually, which is amazing because technology. Yes, thank God. Thank God it's 2023. But also, there's just a different vibe in person and other people's energy really picks my energy up. And I know that, right? So like, that's why these events are so important, so impactful for me as a business owner and for me as a human being lit up by the work that I'm doing, but also for the impact that the events have on everyone else, right? Like it's it's this exciting vigor. That's the only word that's coming to mind. <laughs> it's this exciting feeling that like you get to come away with this renewed energy and these new amazing connections that you get to come away with and that whole piece of it, right? Like connecting people, giving them the resources that they need, whether those people are at the event or it's someone that I can connect them to outside of the event virtually, man, that gives me a fucking rush. Like I love it almost as much, maybe more, maybe more than being a line cook in a restaurant and like clearing the ticket board when you have like 15 tickets up there. If you've ever worked in a restaurant, you know what's up and like, whew, it's a rush because like, let's go to the restaurant example, for example, like real quick, not for example, for example, Oy. let's go to the restaurant example real quick. Like when 15 tickets come in, it's like you're, you're in an orchestra on your, like by yourself, right? But like all of the food are the instruments playing different music and you have to have the timing of everything just right and knowing when you dropped uh, the calamari in the fryer or like when you need to make the salad because it needs to go out with octopus and octopus has like a five or six minute pickup time right and like the beautiful orchestration of that always got me so pumped or even when I worked in a sandwich shop and I could pump out like I don't know three sandwiches in under a minute which is insane um, but yeah like that got me pumped when I when that was part of my life and like sometimes I miss it but I get even more excited post events that I host, right? Like I know that they're life-giving and that's how I know that that lights me up. So those are just my examples. I would love to know what, like, as you've been listening to this episode and you've started to ruminate and think like, really, what lights you up? What gets you super stoked? And maybe it's multiple things and that's okay. Also, is there a space for you to allow play in your world, in your life. Play without thinking about the outcomes. And I've had trouble releasing the outcomes of things recently. I'm going to be super candid with you guys. So as I always am, hold up, sip of the marg. So I had sponsors. I have sponsors for the amazing Roundtable Roundtable Rendezvous events. And these sponsors are the best humans because they have faith in the mission that I'm on, the mission to connect dietitians and the mission to bring people together. And I love that. And I'm so, so, so happy 
that they're on board with this too because that shows me that I'm not alone in this. However, recently I've been not concerned with, but like overly aware of the amount of people or the lack of amount of people attending the events, right? Like in my mind, in the pitch I gave to the sponsors, I said, I'm hosting 17 events. There's max of 10 people at the events. So your message will be spread to at least 170 people, right? That's ambitious as fuck. And my mind for the last probably three or four weeks, four weeks probably at this point, has been on the numbers. It's been on the outcomes. And I'm not seeing what I'm doing as successful because I'm so stuck on these sponsors believed in me. These sponsors were sold on their message getting out to X amount of people. And it scares me that it's not. It feels like I'm letting them down because of that. And I know if I ask them all right now, if they feel as though I'm failing, they, I bet you 100% would say, oh my God, you're doing an amazing job. Which is crazy because internally, right? Focusing so much on the outcome of something for someone else, for them, really. It's not even for me. Like if someone, if I had a conversation with one other person, I'd be the happiest person. But because I've had 11 people invest and believe in me, it's really hard to disconnect from the numbers, disconnect from the outcome of all of this and make time for play. Make time to enjoy that I get to do what I'm, what I love, what lights me up every day, right? Like that's really hard to find the play, to find the joy, to find the light in that when it on the day-to-day feels so heavy and there's so much rejection that comes with outreach, that comes with putting yourself out there, right? Literally, the more you put yourself out there, the more rejection you get back. And it can be really heavy sometimes. So that was just kind of a heavy, fuck, that was kind of a heavy reminder that like make time for play without outcomes. Make time for things that you enjoy without outcomes. (sighs) Alrighty, guys. Well, I don't think that was the intent of this conversation today, but shit, we're here. We're here at the end of it. So um, (laughs) have an amazing week. And if you happen to be, I mean, if you guys are listening to this every week and you haven't bought a ticket yet, are you even a super fan? I don't know. But if you happen to be in the Providence, New York, Philly, Toronto, Chicago, Charlotte, um, what am I missing? San Jose, Miami, or LA areas. Oh, or Vegas. (laughs) Um, I would love for you to come to one of the Roundtable Rendezvous events. Have an amazing day, guys, and have an amazing week. You know what? Not just the day. Have an amazing week. I'll talk to you guys next week. Ciao.